0: Yeah 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 yeah, and welcome back again to another episode of Tales of the Two Percent, ladies and gentlemen. I am your boy, your man, your friend, your favorite science teacher, Mr. Williams. Checking in one time, guys. Remember that Tales of the Two Percent is brought to you by the good folks over at. Look oh, what they brought up. Ooh, crux media group guys remember brought to you by crux media group if you want to get your podcast started make sure you email the good folks over at crux media group remember they can get you started with everything awesome. from getting your podcast started to getting it monetized remember that is crux media group we are the heart, the crux the apex of podcasting. now now, 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 we got a special show planned for today. I got to stop the music, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Tales of the 2% owed to hip hop. We are fans of hip hop. We grew up in hip hop. So uh, these gentlemen who coming in today, they get their own introductions and they didn't even know this. So I was going to get it to them just like this, guys. First and foremost, we got to get the music queued up for the one, the only, Mr. Too Cool for School. Let's get him in here, ladies and gentlemen. Yo. Welcome, here. Antoine, in the building. What's going on,
1: boy? How are you today? Hey, man, what's going on? Tales of the Two Percent. representing like I never left. Let's get it.
0: Hey, we in here early. We in here early. We in here early, man. Now we got to get him up in here, guys. Everybody gets their own special introduction today. The coolest. TDS to have a touchdown in your town dropping knowledge in every lesson ladies and gentlemen Naji i'll tell y'all i've been in the building what it do what's going on fellas
1: what up Naji? there
0: he is there he is and Najee, believe it ain't no such thing as halfway crooks Naji. that's how he is in here that's right hey man and we could not forget america's favorite science teacher ladies and gentlemen you know him you love him you did his study guides the one the only Donnie williams what's going on don how are you this morning bro?
2: i'm well what's going on guys
0: ladies and gentlemen if you happen to realize we are chock full of energy this morning i don't had my oatmeal my coffee extra sugar we going to be all right this morning, man. Again, remember, Tales of the 2% is brought to you by the good folks over at Crux Media Group. If you want to get your podcast out there, make sure you email them at info at cruxmediagroupllc.com. That's Crux. We at the heart, the apex, the Crux of podcasting. Fellas, how we feeling today, man?
1: Hey, man, we ready to tackle the world, man. Let's get it. Feeling pumped?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, real quick good question, fellas. The show is dedicated to hip-hop. Take me back to when you were in school real quick. What was your earliest, earliest memories of hip-hop? And Antoine, I'm going to give you mine real quick. Remember in school, everybody used to want to go out to the Dagon quad and, and freestyle during lunch. It was like, yo, can I go eat outside? And it would be persistently going on oh, yeah. in the middle of the school. Pins. Beating on tables, everybody making f- that was my early inclination of hip hop in education. Oh, you yeah, took it
3: back
1: Jeff, with that Jeff. one. Go ahead, Najee. Hey, hey, no, hey, no, hey. I was
3: saying Jeff took it back with that one right there.
1: <laughs> I think we was all instruments at one point, man. <laughs> hey, 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 that beating on the table is real. Like, like that was a a, a, a right the passage. You had to have at least two pencils. Not for doing work, just to beat on the table.
3: He <laughs> gotta have the right amount yeah. of sharpen on that yeah. pencils, so can...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Get that, snare like, right drum line
1: 2.0. <laughs> right,
0: right, 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 right. You had, you had to be ready, too. I used to do my boy, the number of pencils I used to crack and have trying to beat on the table, sir. So. <laughs>
3: Oh, you beat on your chest now. You know, we make them little (laughs) mouthbeats now. I was a bebop machine, a walking bebop
0: machine. Oh, shoot, man, that's funny. Hey, fellas, man, tell me what's going on in the classrooms this week, man. What's what's popping in this uh, world of education that we got going
1: on? I know, man, for me, ELA, uh, we just finished up uh, map testing. And so now we're looking at beginning of the year data. You know, as opposed to end of the year data, letting my students know, look, hey, we shoot for threes and and fours when it comes to Georgia Milestone testing. So we we get a 26 days until the GMAS testing, 26 instructional
2: days.
0: Wow, Wow, that's close.
2: Very close. Well, you're just finishing, Matt. I'm about to get started as of tomorrow, so cool go ahead and get that on out the way yeah i think yeah.
0: we got ours in like another week or so like we somewhere sandwich right there in the middle which is don't get me started on a whole testing season because i think it's crazy man. that they do map and then go straight to gmas but nonetheless now what's was jumping with you man
3: yeah man we had the, the midway point of the semester so um you know i started the semester off strong um because i knew that as the semester was going to burnout was gonna start coming along with it so um i've gotten ahead of my job and i think i'm at a good place uh with everything i csts this week so pray for me please
0: boy that's paperwork on top of paperwork on top of paperwork right there hey man but it is going to be a fantastic and phenomenal show ladies and gentlemen for those of you who don't know this is the 50th year of hip-hop and you know there have been various celebrations various things all across the nation we thought what other way to discuss the influence of hip-hop than talk about how it has affected education man so for those of you who are joining us for our first time guys what we're going to do today we are going to have some of our favorites and classic hits playing throughout the background of the show like this one right here one of my favorites number one of all time and um our show is set up like a lesson plan guys so for who never know, lesson plan set up like we got the warm-up we got the academic discussion we got our announcements we got our learning objectives we got a guy question got our phenomenon man we got an seo moment i uh, got a ticket out the door got one of the favorite segments that is always starting to pop up is the teacher's lounge confession man and if it to be a good show for today but Let's go ahead and jump straight into the warm up for this one, guys. And of course, with our Ode to Hip Hop, got a little hip hop trivia going on. Let's see who knows the best, who knows their rap game like they say they know the rap. Are y'all ready for this?
1: Let's go. Let's
0: get it. All right, man, listen to me. I'm going to go around the band. So I'm starting with you first. Najee, I want you to finish this lyric. I want you to finish this lyric, Najee. Turn to me, I'm gonna put the music on pause just so you can finish this lyric, Najee. I want you to finish this lyric. I met a gypsy and she helped me to some life game. Finish that lyric.
3: To stimulate and activate the left and right brain. Said, baby boy, you're only funky as your last cut. You focus on the past, your ass, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the people who listening to the show, but you know, it's hip hop section. section
2: that boy show, got into you it.
3: Have,
2: you, may, oh. you, may,
3: you may hear one or two,
2: maybe three
0: in this episode. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Look, don't worry. We'll get we'll get that in editing. There it is. There it is, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Name group. Name the song.
3: Outcast. Rosa Parks.
0: There it is. is. That... There it is. Najee, i tell you, yeah, pull the one out the bag, boy. Get that bing, down. Bing. Get that down. again. this music started back up for Najee to get us put off the air. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Antoine, this... Antoine, question two is for you, man. What does the uh, acronym CREAM stand for? Cash
1: rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar Cream, bill. Get y'all. The money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Donnie, I got one for you, sir. Got one for you. All right. I want you to answer this question, sir. Who found them records? And what was their first act sign?
2: Ooh, Def Jam! I definitely know it was Mr. Russell Simmons. Mm -hmm. And I hope
0: you out there, the the homie Rick Rubin, the homie
2: Rick Rubin, throw that in. Okay, Rick. Oh yeah, Rick Rubin on the ones and twos, and their first act was. Who
0: was was the first act?
2: Was it Sir LL
0: Cool J? Mm, Not the first one.
2: No. It wasn't LL?
0: Not the first one. It, Not Who the was? first one. Who? I don't think L was the first one.
1: Right <laughs> DMC was the first ah.
2: one. Ah. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: There it is. There it is. Now, fans, if I might be wrong, I don't think I'm wrong, but I looked it up. I researched. Run BMC first. First one okay. up in. Okay, okay. First one okay. up in there, that, man. That's all right. That's all right. Now nah, we don't made it through round one. Let's go ahead and get to round two. Let's get these songs cue back up. Naji, I'm throwing this question back over to you, sir. Naji, I want you to name all the members of the Wu Tang Clan.
3: <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm a, uh I grew up in, <laughs> in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> right. So I, I think I know about two or three of them. So I'm I'm gonna go with Method Man. I think he's a part of the Wu Tang. Oh yeah. Old, dirty bastard. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh
0: Najee, uh, Najee, for you before you get the folks down on social media. Right I'm saving, I'm saving on this one.
3: Naji. Save me, save me. save my, my face.
0: Actually, name all the members of Goody Mob, then. I
3: can't do that either.
2: Uh, <laughs> Celo, right, right, right. <laughs> man, look they—they they called a uh, clan for a reason, man. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> okay, so Wu Tang was RZA, Jizza, Ghostface Killer, Inspector, you Guy Raekwon, the Chef, Ghostface Killer. Method man, uh, I think they had Cappadonna and the homie ODB. There it is. All members okay, okay, okay. Okay. now oh, they probably gonna there. run me up out of the ATL because I can't name none of the members of Goody Mob outside of C. Well, we know it's <laughs> C Cool Joe Gip. And I'm forgetting somebody T there it is. There it is. Lord, 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 they're gonna get us. All right. All right, let's go one more. Let's go one more. Let's bring it into the new age because we got to give respect to the new age hip hop real quick. Antoine, Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert had which number one hit in 2017? Migos and Lil Uzi Vert had which number one hit in 2017?
1: I'll take Bad and Bougie for 500.
0: There it is bad and bougie. Listen to me. I didn't even know about <laughs> none of this type of stuff until I started teaching middle school, bro. My, right, whole, exactly. my whole playlist has changed. About myself, listening to what's a? I'm, I'm I'm a big pop smoke fan now. I'm kidding. I never thought I'd say that. Big big pop mm. smoke fan.
2: Rest in peace. But yeah, that's what happened.
0: That's what happened Rest on that one. Uh, let's see. We got one. We got two more. Donnie. Ah, uh, Don. How these questions keep falling on you, bro? Don, here is is the question. <laughs> Donnie, finish this lyric. It was all a dream.
2: It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine, hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attacking Mr. Magic Molly Ma. Yeah. Yeah, 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 My time for yeah, Donnie.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That boy Donnie with the bars, son. That boy Donnie with the bars. Donnie, give me the name. Give me the song name. Give me the
2: purse, Don. Man, that is Juicy by B.I.G
0: yes uh boy yes uh boy. I, this be i'm ready to end the show just off of that right there, <laughs> oh, God, spit pause right there. oh man yo look fellas we're gonna jump straight out of the warm-up after that one because it's early these folks is hype we ready to get into this academic yeah. discussion so don if you don't mind go ahead and give us our announcements if you
2: don't mind please indeed Clayton County Public Schools encourages all stakeholders to exercise their constitutional right to make their voices heard through the ballot box during the March 21st, 2023 special election. Including on the ballot is a resolution that will continue the education special purpose local options sale tax, also known as East Floss, for another five year period. Clayton County Board of Elections, excuse me, has scheduled early and advanced voting For the county's registered voters for the March 21, 2023 special election runoff, early and advanced voting will begin Monday, February 27, 2023, and will continue through Friday, March 17, 2023. For information related to CCPS eSPLOS forecasted initiatives and for early and advanced voting in Clayton County.
0: There it is, Don. Appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. Special election going on for the if I'm not mistaken, sh- Sheriff for Clayton County Public Schools, man. So we want to make sure that uh, public schools for Clayton County, period. So we'll make sure we get the right person in office. Now, Don, it is Women's History Month. We want to take a time to shout out our ladies. So, Don, if you don't mind, give us our Women's History moments.
2: March is Women's History Month, and we here at the Tales of the 2%, want to make sure we give credit where credit is due and honor womankind for their often overlooked contributions in history. Today we celebrate Alexa Kennedy. Alexa Kennedy was the first black female neurosurgeon in the US. She completed her bachelor's degree in zoology at the University of Michigan and stayed on to study medicine. In 1981, she completed her residency at the University of Minnesota and began specializing in pediatric neurosurgery. During her career, she saved and improved the lives of countless young people. She also carried out research on treating children with traumatic brain injuries and prenatal brain conditions. So we here at the 2% would like to say thank you to the contributions of Alexa Kennedy.
0: There it is, Alexa Kennedy, our, celeb- our celebration for Women's History Month. Man, our Women's History Month going on right there. Thank you, man. It's really some dope ladies doing some dope things out there. And we over at Tales of the Two Percent want to make sure we give you the respect that is due to you. Now, Don, give us our learning objective for today.
2: The, the learning objective is to analyze and evaluate the role that hip hop and rap music has had on education.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we know the power of music. We know the power that music has over so many things. We know that hip-hop music, rap music, whatever you want to call it, has reached and saturated so many areas of the culture, so many areas of the world. And one of those that doesn't get discussed enough is the influence of hip-hop music in education. So before we dive into this, I actually want to kick this question out to you guys first. I want you to take me back to when you were a student How did hip hop Influence You back then Whatever grade, pick a grade three or something like that How do you think
1: hip hop influenced
0: You as a student And uh, Antoine You go ahead and jump in there first man
1: When it came to hip hop And how it influenced me as a student I always knew That It was all about the swagger and all about the, the confidence that a lot of the rappers that I listen to embodied. And when you listen to certain songs and artists, you took that same type of confidence from that artist and you just exuded that as you went to school or, you know, you you, you emulated what you heard. And when you when you heard certain people, it just it just turned you up, man, in a certain way. That influenced how you know you operated and how you talked to people and resonated with your buddies and things. So it was definitely all about the swag and 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 the confidence for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. E, what about you, man? Yeah, for me, it
3: uh hip hop impacted growing up, it impacted the way I um uh, I dressed, um, uh, the way I communicated with my peers, as Antoine stated. Um, and just being, you know, give you that sense of feeling cool. Um, you know, being able to rap a lyric or to a song that just came out, you go home, you keep rewinding the tape back and forth until you you memorize the song, and then you can, you know, rap it out to your friends. So that was that's my memory of hip hop, and you know, it kind of helped shape me as I was going along school because you you kind of idolize after your rappers, you want to dress yeah. like them and and yeah. kind of talk cool. So those are that's how impa- uh, hip hop impacted me while I was in school.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right. What about you, Don? You know the exact same, man. Uh, especially being a Quaco, uh native myself, uh, being in high school, um, I was there during that whole snap era, man. That that whole um, that crunk music oh, 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 era. So, oh, 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 so yeah. the, the 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 fashion, the culture, right? The the crank, that's all that. So, you know, I don't think there is a single gentleman on this podcast that. Can look me in the eye honestly and tell me they did not own a tall I was, oh, yeah. I was look. I it was down down. I my mean, knees. All, all of that, man. So most definitely piggybacking on what uh, what my brother said, man. It's definitely the the culture, the influence, the the dress. So yeah, for for me, it was that it was definitely the um uh, as Antoine stated the the swagger. How you carried yourself, most definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may have to call us out on the tall tees, Don.
2: <laughs> 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 Look, we all did it until Andre 3000. Told us it wasn't cool no more, Then we? Right. <laughs> oh, he us and then right. He well, I'll try to tell you your white teeth, well, to me, look like a night gal. Make your mama. So, proud. So that even, that even that goes thing. to show you how the
0: power of hip hop would <laughs> change a whole fashion, fashion sense, bro. Like, literally, tall tees
2: just stopped overnight, and did yep. they not? And, and they yeah, tracks.
0: did, man. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yo, for me, hip hop was always an escape for me to find your favorite song to vibe out to to find your favorite person and you literally you literally almost base your everything off of certain people's lyrics like they said andre says stop wearing tall tees you stop wearing tall tees uh somebody say something in this song it starts becoming a part of who you are and what you do and i always loved the lyrical stuff side of it but always like how uh, it gave you a sense of creativity where you know it wasn't just making beats it wasn't just rapping it was the dress it was the spray painting it was the a lot of different things like hip-hop is it's always been a big big part of everything that we do man so let's bring it to the active discussion jump into this thing real quick um so guys feel free to jump in whatever we're gonna start with our guiding question how has hip-hop or rap influence education and educators so let's fast forward to you as a teacher now you've been in this you've been in this thing for a minute you've seen the different generations the different incarnations of hip-hop how has hip-hop or rap influence education and educators
1: i'll jump in there so here's the thing <laughs> hip-hop is not just music it's it's, it's a culture Hip hop is a culture, yeah. and the fact that it's a culture, <laughs> it, it, we we are that. When I say we, I'm talking about the African American community. We are hip hop culture, and so hip hop is not just music, man. It's uh, lingo, it's how you talk, it's yeah. fashion. It's real. Um, it's it's you know, it's a way of life, and the way that it's influenced education is that, and I'm just gonna be honest. That's many of our young African Americans outlet from education is just to go into music and, mm-hmm. and and to pursue it and make millions of dollars doing it. And so when you're trying to teach as a teacher and you see that there's this rapper emulating or or you know showing your students that listen, I, I didn't go to school. You know the big narrative. Yeah, I dropped out of school. I stopped going to school. So I think at times, man, hip hop makes school look corny. I'm just being Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. Or or, or make it seem like it's not necessary because I dropped out and look where I am now. And when that narrative is fed and and put out there to the masses, it, it, it creates a conflict of interest.
0: Agreed a thousand percent agreed on that one.
3: Antoine, I like that you said it's a culture um, because that speaks to everything. Because, you know, the black community, uh, we're still trying to find our way. And mm-hmm. one way we can we can find our way is through music. We listen to our favorite uh, musicians, uh, rappers, you know, come up with these different songs that speaks to us at where we are. It did it for me growing up going through school. I think the problem is some, you know, some rappers who speak so much on the negativities because when we was growing up, yeah, there was there was this, you know, hip hop battle. I know when I was growing up with with Biggie and Pac and then you, you just had the South and the East and the West. It was just so much going on but it gave us an opportunity to appreciate music. They, you know, Tupac spoke so many positive positivity. You wanted to model and idolize those type of rappers because they were the biggest in the game. And I Mm -hmm. think that as the years kind of like progressed, um, it started, the narrative started flipping. Like some of the best rappers or the top rappers are speaking about things that's not uh, powerful or what the black community need or what our kids need. And to your point, Antoine, uh they're highlighting dropping out of school so why do i even need school so you know the impact of hip-hop is so strong that whether it's a positive message or a negative message our kids are clinging to it so we got to be careful of what we allow our kids to listen to yeah
0: yeah yeah. what about you don um
2: the influence that hip-hop has had on education and educators from my perspective as an adult now no no longer as a student but as an adult it it, hip-hop is a living breathing thing metaphorically speaking as in just like anything else it's evolved over time it's going to continue to evolve hip-hop is going to outlive us all and so with that being stated it changes so much just think about how often we we beef or we get into it with teenagers or people, heck, someone that with a 10-year difference. Their artists and people who they feel like are pivotal a lot of times are a lot different than the artists that you feel like were pivotal and pioneers and record breakers and and people who just are strong voices in hip hop. True. And I kid you not, the the, the 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 artists that my my seventh graders listen to are a lot different than the artists that my 16 year old nephew listen to and i can mention some of the artists that my 12 and 13 year olds listen to and they'll go those artists will go right over my nephew's head and it's because you know a lot of these artists yeah especially these days with all the different platforms that they have that previous artists didn't have and hip-hop is so quick to blow up overnight, or to have a catchy song that ends up getting reused on TikTok or using as background yeah. music on IG, it becomes really um, catchy and a lot of times catches the ear of locals and is really easy. So, you know, with that being said, like it forces you to kind of have to keep you. You're gonna work with young kids. You you're gonna have to keep up to some degree. I'm not telling you to. <laughs> if you're a sixty year old, you know, I'm not telling you to ditch a shirt and tie and next they come in rocking jays and a a a gold-plated chamber i'm just saying like you know you might want to take a few minutes out just to listen maybe listen to a song or two find out what's going on allow your humble yourself enough to be able to welcome yourself into their world so it's for it's forced educators to be more open-minded because if you want to be a successful teacher you need to be able to understand their mindset you want to be able to understand their point of view where they're coming from a little bit of you know their world so why not i mean just take a moment or two, listen to a song or two find out what they're listening to what's important to them because it might end up changing your perspective or at least altering the way that you approach them you know it's all it's all about perspective because at the end of the day you know during the 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 era of when gangster rap was first being you know birth you had artists like nwa you know a lot of times the public tried to shut them down and, you know um uh, advisory boards and, you know government didn't want them to rap you mm-hmm. know the lyrics that they rap like dope man you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna you know what the song is about it clearly but yeah they It wasn't them saying, hey, these things are great more so than it was them painting a picture of the things that they witnessed outside their window. And so it it was providing a perspective that America was trying to shut up a perspective of things that were real. Why why are you trying to shut me up about things that are real, that are taking place? I mean, this is my home. I mean, this is my neighborhood. These are the things that are taking place here. So I say all that to say, you know, it just... Hip hop has forced um, teachers in a good way to just be more open minded and to take into account um, culturally responsive pedagogy. And I'll just end it like that. Like we have yeah. to You want to continue yeah. to stay in this education game. You need to be able to keep an ear to the ground and just find even if it's just a little bit or even if it's just a conversation with your kid. Hey, so what's going on right now? You know, what's the what's the latest thing or what's important? What's going on? I mean, you have to. Why sit in a room with yeah. these kids? And you don't care about any of the things that they care about. You know, I can. Um, uh, uh, one of my students asked me, the other day. it was it was very random. I didn't have to answer the question, but it was important to her. You know, we were getting ready to transition from home on the first period. She raised her hand and she said, Mr. Williams, do you even listen to Drake? I said, yeah, girl. I was like, before y'all came down the hall, I was listening to spin about you. <laughs> She, she replied she said Mr. Williams that's right I said "I said thank you and then we went into class I mean she just had to know <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shoot that's funny dog. that's funny yo yo so look if, if I if I could, if I could jump it in real quick man I would say the way, way that hip hop has influenced education in I think you guys touched on it very very uh very well is that it's giving the students a voice where they often feel like they can't speak. Which is why, like Donnie said, I think it's important for people to go out and listen to a lot of the music that is going on now and you'll find the pulse of a lot of your students. For educators, I think if done correctly, hip hop gives us Uh, a key a tool to connect with our students like you guys said to be honest with you ain't nothing new really been created that hasn't been created before everything is being reused recycled earth repurposed and all that other type of stuff every other song i've heard today is a sample or a track for something that we know we grew up we heard this so i'm like hey i know this sample i know this track let me tell you what was going on or it's a way for you to say hey like Donnie said. I listen to Drake too. You, you 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 know, let's make that connection. You should see my kids faces when I start rapping pop smoke in class. They look at me like I'm speaking a whole separate language and that opens many doors, man. So that's that's real big and that's real key for a lot of different things. Now, let's turn let's turn this academic uh, discussion a little to the side for a little bit. Give me your favorite rapper and why give me your favorite rapper and why who is your favorite rapper and why now on was growing just, just, up just whenever with pick, pick one just give me your favorite rapper
1: i'll go uh so uh mine was twofold like growing up you know what i mean um Man, I I had a fascination to, uh to cash money and the hot boys. It was just something about yeah. seeing them guys, man, together and then and then I resonated with Lil Wayne. I'm talking about like the, the original Lil Wayne. Um, you know, the the the, the braids and, and the young kid with the shirt off, you know, the block is hot, man. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hearing, hearing that yeah, and, yeah. Hearing that, man, that, that was very, very uh no, man. I, I just loved it. I liked it. I, I saw it, and I and I wanted to emulate it instantly. Yeah. And then when I started getting a little older yeah. and and really having a a perception yeah. of 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 life and experiences, Jada Kiss became my favorite rapper. Yeah, Jada Kiss became my favorite rapper, man. He's gritty, um, yeah, lyrical, and 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 that's just who I I followed after that, man. So Lil Wayne and Jada Kiss. Yeah, those were my two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I like that you Yo, said Lil I, I, Wayne,
1: man. That was powerful
3: because uh that yeah, helped I me get through college. college. Okay. Elementary. I'm in middle school, late middle school, that Gorilla Warfare with, right. with the 500 degrees, right? But uh for me, when I was growing up, mine was a group, but I mainly idolized one of the rappers in the group, but um uh, it was uh uh bone thugs and harmony. You couldn't tell me I wasn't I, I wasn't bone thugs, the whole entire group. But I was more of a crazy bone fan because I just like mm-hmm. that he he sped up his route, but then he kind of slowed it down enough for you to catch some of the words so I could be able to communicate and understand. So I look thuggish ruggish bone, crossword, crossword uh row, uh you name it, man. I had the albums growing up, all the cassette tapes. But as I got older, it was J. Cole, man. Uh, just yeah. the way his wordplay is, um, the intellectual aspect of how he put words together to make sense. And he tells a story. So if you listen from the beginning to the end, there's a message, there's a story, and he brings it all together at the end. So go listen to that boy Center, man. The
0: album yeah. will change your life. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good one right there. That's a good one right there. Yeah, boy. What you got, done?
2: Man, I'm not even going to lie, it's so, <clears throat> it's really hard to just pinpoint at any given point in my life to just one artist, um, only because my dad and my brother was such uh, crucial factors on like the, the, the music that I was exposed to, um, mm-hmm. it, I, I pretty much, growing up, I just pretty much listened to whatever my dad and my brother listened to, because... Um, I was really young, and my dad was really a hip hop connoisseur. So you know, on any given day, you could catch him listening to anything, and I and I liked it. So you know, I it, it's it's just so hard, man. But what I can tell you, um, when I was little, artists that I did like, that I still listen to to this day, that my my dad exposed me to when I was knee high. Uh, Tupac, Biggie, of course, N.W.A., Heavy D and the Boys, D.M.X., Eminem, Goody Mob, L.L. Cool J, the Digital Underground, the Fat Boys, Kid and Play, Another Bad Creation. Yes. Um, it, it, it's just so hard, man. And um, and now as an adult, uh, I'll I'll listen to some um Drake, man. I'll listen to Jay Z, um. Mm -hmm. Uh, not just for the just the lyrical composition of the music but also what they stand for man like they you know they're they're businessmen like they just represent tenacity if you think about Jay-Z Jay-Z has been around a lot longer than a lot of people give him credit for I'm not going to embarrass myself by putting out a year but Jay-Z's been there through almost every major era and he's not even come out on top by selling millions of records but also solidifying his status as a legend and being uh the richest rapper man so you know he he you know he was one of the first rappers to teach you how to pivot from artists to business man and now his money now he sits back He ain't pushing no albums, but now he sits back and his music is making money for him. So you know, I listen to you know, I I listen to some everything, man. I wish I could have gave you a shorter answer, but I couldn't.
0: (laughs) Oh, bro, it's all good. See, that's what hip hop is, baby. It's it's hard to put it inside of a box. Um, if when I was young, the person who I lived and breathed by was the notorious one, Big, and that. Being being a native of New York, it was almost like second nature. You, you had to be a biggie fan, I felt like in the 90s, or they literally almost kicked you out of the state. But um that that's how it just ran for me. But as I grew older, like you guys said, I realized my musical taste changed. And I went through my Tribe Called Quest phase. I went through my Talib Kwali phase. I went through my common phase, I went through my outcast phase. And the 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 one artist that resonates with me so much so now is Nas knowledge resonates with me a thousand degrees if you have not went and listened to king's disease three king's disease one two or three the latest ones that he's dropped king disease three i see mm. i see tapping in that one man now let's jump to this question now that you know everybody's favorite artists now that you know everybody's favorite flavors of music gentlemen answer this question which rapper best resembles your classroom management style which rapper or artist best resembles your classroom management and i'm gonna go ahead and tap myself in here first on this one the rapper or artist that best resembles my classroom management is lonnie lynn aka common because i swear when i step in the classroom i'm trying to drop knowledge and spit these life lessons to every single student who listens plus i went through a phase where i actually shaved my head because i thought i looked like common i was gonna do the bald head and the beard but instead of looking like common i ended up looking like my dude from Daylight soul uh <laughs> so it was it was it was just different but Com- common is a is, is the one that comes to my mind because i love his pushing of knowledge to the younger generation that's 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 my classroom management style right there
1: My classroom management style is tailored behind Buster Rhymes. Oh, yeah. Busta Rhymes. Man. Yeah, man. You just never know, man. I, I, I might give it to you loud. I might give it to you smooth. I might give it to you. Hey, you just never know, man. Buster Rhymes. That's, that's me, dog. I can see,
3: man, that. I'm, I can see that, man. I'm gonna jump in, man. I'm uh, I'm gonna say mine was probably tailored around 50. Uh just <laughs> you know, 50 is a troll. You know what I'm saying? He he was he looked like he can be a bully. Uh he's uh <laughs> I mean he's cool. The kid, you know, everybody claimed to him, you know, he got great music. I think uh and you know, I was in shape, so. Uh, I I say fit, man that, that's what I'm going to roll with using their thinking kids. about Kanye and I was like ah, nah that ain't me Kanye ain't me, <laughs> nah, nah, that
2: ain't me. <laughs> Oh man mm-hmm. gosh uh for me oh that's funny if that's funny. uh in the morning I guess if you were to ask my teammates we're in the hallway greeting the kids I guess I guess you could say I'm little John because out of all four of my teammates, I'm probably the loudest. I'm getting everyone to laugh, I'm cracking jokes, I'm embarrassing people in the hallway when they're coming into the classroom, going to homeroom. However, I guess, instructionally, I guess, I guess I would have to compare myself to Chance the Rapper. You know, Chance came along, he dropped that coloring book album, and you know, it was just, A compilation of so many different types of artists and so many different um, subjects and topics. And I try to do the same thing in the classroom, um, especially in regards to life and things that they actually going to need when they, you know, just step out into the real world, just having those Mm -hmm. conversations with them, you know, letting them know that it's, it's okay to be you. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 Donnie, Crunk ain't dead, is it?
2: No, nah. no, nah, it ain't dead. <laughs>
0: nah. Hey man, so look, let me let me ask this question because I think we we're, we're starting to see how hip hop is saturating so many different things, and you know, there have actually been many studies done on this. Is that the influence of hip hop music on? behaviors and we're going to jump into that when we get to the academic discussion but let me ask you this question is it okay for students to idolize rappers and entertainers now we as as teachers we as former students we've we've, we've been there where we idolized our rapper or idolized our entertainer but you know our, our parents made sure that we also knew about other people you fast forward to this new generation or so where everybody's kind of idolizing the social media stars, the rap stars and all this other type of stuff. So is it okay for students to idolize the rapper or the entertainer as compared to some of the past heroes that we think they should be looking more into? Uh, Oh, you want
2: to go first, Louis? You can.
1: No, I was, so, yeah, it is okay for them to idolize the rappers. I mean, I don't even think that's a question. They are going to idolize, you know what I mean, the rappers. They're, they're going to do it as, as, as we did, you know, in our era. Um, here's Here's the biggest thing. <laughs> you have to separate the character from the music. You have to separate the character Mm, from the music, and this new generation, and I think even us, we don't know how to separate characters from reality. Yeah, yeah, we don't know how to separate characters from reality, and when that happens, yeah, it it creates a problem in our community. And man, you know what? I'ma put this on out there. You know, we've seen hip-hop go from drug dealers to drug users. We grew mm. up on rappers being the drug mm. dealers. Now the rappers are drug mm. users. And and I just be like, mm. man, if Future tell me to pop another Percocet, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't get it. And so, man, yeah, so they're going to idolize these rappers, but we got a future is not a drug dealing drug taking person. That's just what he knows will sell. And when we Mm -hmm. don't know how to separate the two, it it causes a problem in our, in our, in our community with our students. That's wow. Yeah. You see,
3: man, you said something there with that care. You said a lot, man. It was a lot to unpack in what you said, Antoine, with that, that character versus reality because they're actors in some sense. They um, are they work for a record label.
0: True. Um and
3: true. you know we we, we got to think about hip hop, man. Hip hop was I mean, it became popular in the late 80s. So hip hop is my age. I mean, you you want to talk about as far as it being cool and all the other genre of music was like my our parents and grandparents age. So our hip hop is like so young in the fact that it was so easily to take to be taken advantage of by by these uh, uh, artists, I'm sorry, these labels, and they push out that type of music, Antoine. So, man, that was powerful. And I do agree with you that kids can analyze uh, musicians and and, and hip hop artists, um, because, I mean, honestly, what doctors are coming back to the hoods? Mm. Or or architecturers or, you know, mm. it's just, I mean, in some cases, teachers. I mean, who, who are they going back to the to the projects? Because kids need motivation. They want to see themselves on television. They want to see themselves and give themselves an opportunity to win. And I don't I don't see a doctor on a normal basis. I see this musician who's making music who's showing me that hmm. man, there's a better life out there. I just have to figure out how to do it now. Because the kids can't separate the character from reality, they get so fixated on the character that they see. And again, there's two ways information can get to your brain. That's through your eyes and your ears. Mm-hmm. So they see these videos, they see these TikToks, and then they listen to this music. And then again, it's like parents have to jump in and say, what are my kids listening to? Because they're being controlled through their ears because it's going right to their brain. I just real quick, man, I heard a kid say just he was arguing with a kid. And then the next thing came out of his mouth. I'll like, oh, shoot and kid you. I was like, whoa, you, you're not going to fight them? You you, don't, you know, you're just going to go from somebody looked at you to just shooting. But that's the music. The mm. music doesn't give you that opportunity because it's being pumped in your ears and it's yeah, going right true. through your brain. So it's that second nature language. So uh, Antoine man, hey man, you hit some really great points, man. Thank you for
1: sharing. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Jump in there, Don
2: oh yeah um the the power of influence is something that we're not something we're familiar with as teachers it's just that artists have a bigger platforms um and it's okay yeah it's okay for students to idolize rappers if you have a headache it's okay to to pop uh, ibuprofen it's not okay to pop 20. If you're hungry it's okay to have a snack but you probably shouldn't go to uh golden corral seven days a week i mean all things in moderation all things with moderation and understanding um and with, with that being said to a certain degree that falls back to not just the students listening but as E stated the parents as well you know, being involved in what your kids are listening to Mm -hmm. and being able to understand or being able to step in and to address certain topics and certain situations with them. You know, I'll never forget, I'll never forget, I listened to a a two-hour interview, two or three-hour interview that Fat Joe did um, on this uh, show called Our Expert Opinion. It's on hip-hop and rap. And, you know, uh, Fat Joe they asked Fat Joe, when did you decide to leave the streets alone? And Fat Joe replied, the very second that I decided to become a rap artist. Mm. Because, you know, for that simple fact, he was like, you know, I went from peddling drugs and being num- a numbers runner um, in the projects to being this multi million dollar artist that's flying in jets and staying in five star hotels. Why do I want to do something stupid that's going to? caused me to uh, uh, end up in some hole in a wall prison somewhere. You know, it was more so along the lines of uh, uh, can't serve two masters. So, you know, he was just talking about how um, he tries to convey that to younger artists. And it kind of put me in the mindset of how us as teachers, we try to convey certain messages to our younger audience, which is our students. Sometimes they listen. Sometimes they don't. But it's our responsibility as the adults to let them know that, hey, it's okay to listen to these things and, you know, and to think about them and reflect, you know, on these lyrics. However, it needs you to understand, like, the realm of uh, consequences that comes along with living a particular lifestyle. And then um, with artists just being aware of the power of influence. You know, I'll never forget, I think it was the Eminem show. Um, that came out in 2000-something, there was a song called Sing for the Moment, and I'll never forget it. It was a mm-hmm. lyric that he had that uh, that went, they say music can alter moods and talk to you. Well, can it load a gun up for you and cock it too? Well, if it can the next time you assault a dude, just tell the judge it was my fault and I'll get sued. You know, that right there, just mm. explaining the power of influence, you know, and also at the same time, um, sarcastically just stating that, yeah, I paint these pictures, but, you know, it's up to you as parents, it's up to you as a community to sit down and have these conversations with these students. They don't have to do what I did. They don't have to go the same route that I did. You know, just, I'm making you aware of my surroundings, what I grew up with, how I perceive my reality. Now, you as parents, you as influences, direct influences over your child's life, what are you doing to prevent them from becoming like me? Don't, don't be like me, be better than me yeah yeah, it's it's okay to idolize but just make sure we're having those critical conversations
0: yeah i agreed 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 a thousand percent gentlemen the conversations have to be had and even sometimes i think it's it's good to alter alter, offer an alternative i'm not saying don't listen to the people who you listen to i'm not saying don't idolize the people you listen to but like you guys said we got to learn to separate the character from the music let's dig a little further into what they what they're doing because unfortunately when we were growing up the the like like you said nazi the people who often came back to the hoods to the to to where we live to to give back were the drug dealers were these guys who were doing all these other things but they wanted their character to show that they cared as compared to what they were doing and i think that's really big for kids to understand is that a lot of times in entertainment These rappers are being told what to do, how to dress, what to speak, what to say, where to go. And the person that they are when the camera is off is a thousand percent different. You know, you got some people really outspoken, outgoing, but once they get off camera, they're very introverted and and you very rarely hear from them. So I think that is up to us as parents, as teachers, as guardians, to make sure that we are having these critical conversations. Y'all, we got to jump out this academic discussion because we're going to be here all doggone day talking hip-hop, man. So we are definitely going to have a part two to this one. Literally, the next episode is going to be part two of how uh, influences hip-hop, how hip-hop has (laughs) influenced education, man um but before we get to our next segment man remember that tails make sure to follow us at mr totp on twitter tales of the two percent on uh tales of the two percent on ig join the conversation in our facebook group at tales of the two percent podcast if you want to be the part of the conversation leave us a teacher's on confession email the show at uh, totp podcast at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail at 470 765 we would love for you guys to tap in on this one now. Still talking hip hop, still doing what we're doing, still loving the show. Antoine, if you don't mind, my good man, take us to
1: the Teacher's Lounge. The Teacher's Lounge Confession. Here we go. Hey, make sure if you got an issue, please don't forget to flush and use some tissue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. That's my disclaimer. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So this comes in from one of our listeners and it says, what's going on, guys? I love the show and everything about what you guys are doing. Keep repping for the fellas. I got a quick question, however. Two questions for today, actually. What's the smoothest way you've ever got a wedgie out? (laughs) Oh, man. That's question one. Question two is how do you keep home and work separate? Sign 2% and proud. All right, so question, question. What's the smoothest way you've ever got a wedgie out? I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know, man. <laughs> one of the beauties of being the teacher is I get to walk around as freely as I want to. <laughs> <laughs> and one of oh. my guilty pleasures is walking out of my door and doing that quick little spin in the hallway. And coming right back in the room, I go out there to fart. I go out there to check my phone messages. I go out there to see if other teachers are really teaching. But whatever I do, going out my door is how I get everything done in about a two-minute radius. Yes, sir. Donnie, how do you get a wedgie out, man? Tell us, man. Tell us. Tell us how you do it, man. Oh, my
2: God. So first and foremost, (laughs) I'm not a smooth person. So there is no smooth way for me to get a wedgie out. Uh, I just get someone to cover my class, and I walk off to the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Okay. (laughs)
1: Hey, hey for me, Wilson. oh, go ahead. Oh, go oh. I'm gonna throw it at Mr. Wilson real quick. Hey, man, how do you get a wedgie out, bro?
0: Bruh, bruh, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. If, I'm not smooth at all, to be 100% honest with you, I just go for it. You shouldn't have been looking anyway. <laughs> right, so would, would, you, would, would you stay in that Nifo, in do your homework, do your classwork, done? turn it, turn to the next page that game my business you see me walking around all day you know these draws is riding up on me let me get this.
1: you know with the pinch and pull move. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey hey like listen to me listen to me you ain't this the one time when i want you to pay attention to me you on your phone i go to pull my wedgie out now you all in my face
1: yeah it's that one kid, too, that's always looking you dead in your eyes when you do it. <laughs> right. Like, bro, what you doing? All eyes, me. Me. All eyes on me. Let me
0: All eyes on me.
1: Najee, what you got, bro?
0: Najee, now you save the segment. How, how do you...
3: Man, listen, I uh, you do that deep, that deep dig in your pocket. <laughs> it is. And then you just got to pull it like I've learned the master of it, man. You got to pull, you got to pull it from the front, man, all the way down, man. This is it look, it's gonna yank it out. Then you just got to give it a quick wiggle, man, and just go take a seat, do whatever from there on, man. I hate wearing suits, man. That's look, I, I had to master that strategy.
1: And then my wife then got me them drawers that don't got a hole in it. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Now I got the untucked pants.
2: <laughs> yo, yo, Retook my draws. My <laughs> I don't
1: even like them draws, man. <laughs> <All> right, man, <laughs> gotta take the long route, then, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I though, we can answer that next question, man. Oh, hey, yeah, hey man. kids, stay in school. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, hey, mm-hmm. hey, that's gonna do it. Well, we're gonna wrap that Teachers <laughs> Louds confession up, man. Thank you for all the listeners. Yeah. If you have any questions you'd like to give to us at the Teachers Louds Confessions, please, please come see us over at Instagram. Send us a DM, we would love to read your letter on the air.
0: That's right, man. man. Again, man, make sure you follow us at Mr. TOTP on Twitter, man, at Tales of the Two percent on Instagram. spread that all out. Join the conversation on Facebook group for Tales of the Two podcast. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join us as a substitute teacher. Leave us a teacher's lounge confessions. Email the show at podcast at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail at 470-765-8688. Najee, I'm going to peg you for the day to dig today, brother. Next week, you're definitely taking hold of the SEL moment. But brother, give us our day to dig for the day.
3: All right, it's data time. So according to the American Academy of Child and Adolescence Psychiatry, many of rap lyrics contribute to the suicide violence and inappropriate sexual content in lyrics that also influence and contribute to teens taking part in drugs and alcohol in a younger age. It is believed that many males who listen to rap music are viewed to be more violent, I'm sorry, to be to have more violent tendencies compared to those who don't listen to rap music. This includes being more disrespectful and aggressive towards women in general. A study from the Emory University concluded that those teens between the ages of 14 and 18 who listen to music roughly around 14 hours a week were three times more likely to get in a fight with a teacher, two and a half more times likely to find themselves getting arrested, and one and a half times more likely to take to partake in illegal activities such as underage drinking and experimenting with drugs, including getting a sexually transmitted disease. Another study from the 2005 from the University of Pittsburgh of Medicine found that the top rap songs for teens that year had 77% mention of drugs and alcohol. This was a problem because for many teens, rappers are what are becoming to be their idols in life and a good majority of them partake in using drugs as well as participating in gang violence. Not only do rappers influence lifestyle, but fashion plays an important role to many. Rappers create fashion trends such as wearing baggy clothes, and for some, wearing less is more. Question to the tales of the 2%. Is hip-hop rap music getting too much of the blame for problems amongst the youth, or is this a big problem that needs to
1: be addressed?
3: That's a good question.
1: Hey, so I want want us to really think about something real quick, too. And I'm just going to, I'm speaking from my black side right Mm -hmm. now. White America loves to emulate and see the black culture until it's time to really be black. Everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to listen to our music until it's time to address what the music is saying. Everybody wants to love the culture until the culture is blamed for, you know, inspiring sex, violence and drugs. Newsflash. Did y'all read that story about how they came over to my country and stole all of us and put us on a boat and just... You know, bottles on <laughs> head head. Did y'all hear that story? Preach
0: Preach did, did they
1: talk about how they sexually exploited our African American? Well, no, we wasn't African Americans then; we was African. They didn't talk about how they sexually assaulted us like that mm. and exploited us. I'm saying that to say, you can't blame us for something that was already put in place. Mm. And to be honest with you, sometimes we just make. We, you know, it's just life imitating art, man. That's how I look at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 You said I'm getting yeah, there. Yo, I'll be honest. Again, I, like we said before, hip-hop is always a voice of what's going on. So, <laughs> if the music sounds angry, that means the people are angry. And if the people are angry, that means that there are situations occurring in the surrounding area that is causing this uprage outroar, and so many other things so it's not the music it's what's causing the music to be created and i think that's the bigger issues that we often don't speak about it's easy to say the music because the music is always mine just so easily accessed but peel back as to why like donnie said you you hear people, or like Antoine said, you hear people talk about drug pushes and drug uses now. We're in an opioid epidemic. Peel oh. back and see why you have so many people beefing with each other, so much distress, because now some of our men are locked up. So now these boys don't have the male image in place. So it's not the, it's not the music. There's so many other issues that the music is channeling and highlighting Um, that's going on. But the only problem is we can't get past the beat and the dance move and the TikTok to really see what's causing this and happening behind the scenes. So I think it's bigger issues all around.
3: Go ahead, Donnie.
2: No, no, no. Well, I was going to say us as a people and by people, I just mean as a westernized culture where we are in human history we love as a people we love to attack uh, anyone with power and influence when they're not conveying the message that we want to hear so um, think about us as teachers right if if i get on social media and i bash the school district what you think gonna happen to me I'm I'm in somebody's office somewhere mm-hmm. being forced to explain myself um as as artists that have a way bigger platform and bigger voice <clears throat> than a teacher you know I just want to say that there's a there's equal accountability across the board you know yeah. the bible talks about how the the tongue is the rudder of your ship, you know, the the, the power of words can alter, change, uh, modify, you know, so you have so many people out there listening to your music, people who are strong-minded and people who are uh, weak-minded as well, you know, and so the artists or anyone with a large platform unfortunately does they're forced into a role where they have a responsibility to be mindful of what they say because people are listening and us as a smaller community or people who are who are actively engaged in our youth we have a responsibility to, you know, as I previously stated, to not just have these critical conversations, but to sit down and to talk about what they're listening to. Probably most powerful, one of the greatest things that my mom ever did um, with me was teach me to look beyond um, the beat. My mom taught me to really listen to music. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably one of the best things my mom ever did with me is to sit down and she would listen to music with me sometimes. That's and my, good. Mom would, my mom would talk to me, okay, well, you know, um, what's your take on this song? Or, you know, well, what's going on here? Even my old man, you know, my old man, I, sometimes we would sit around and we would ride riding his truck and my dad would just, like I said, play his music. Cause, like I said, my dad was heavy in hip hop, but he'd be like, oh, okay, he just give me a history lesson, okay? they Came out during this time, and you know, this is what really what was going on, and they were getting in a lot of trouble uh, because they were pushing out these lyrics, and he was like, I remember being at this concert and they got in trouble for this, this, that, and the third, and it helped put things in perspective for me as I listen. I'm able to think much more beyond it. So I'm able to think about the the, the the mindset of the artist, the perspective, what are they going through. Um, so, you know, just making sure us as a community and even artists, making sure that, you know, they're, they're just mindful um, as well. Me and my nephew were sitting around laughing. Well, it's not funny, but we were sitting around thinking about a, a Rick Ross song. Um, you know, Rick Ross was was popping um, during one uh, point in time as far as like artistry. But, you know, he mm-hmm. had a song where he was talking about putting something in somebody's drink and we just... <laughs> We were sitting around I mean, laughing because just at the thought of like how outrageous it was. But guess what? Countless radio play. Countless radio play. I I mean, we we all got responsibilities and roles to play. To put it to put all the blame on one person, that that would be that would be unilateral. If Lil Johnny goes to school and shoots up the school, oh well the rapper told me so. No, where was your antennas at as parents? When he went, right, got the key out of your drawer, got the, the the gun and the live rounds, and took it to and, and took it to school. Where where was your antennas? Where he was coming home from school, mad, being upset. Right. Did did you have those conversations with him, talking to him about those kids that were bullying him or those kids, you know, the futile arguments he was having? What what did you do from the from the point of origin leading up to? What were you doing?
0: right so, and, and All across
3: the board. Swear, swear. really really great points uh fellas um if i could chime in really quickly um i would say that rap, rap music is is getting most of the blame however it's unfair treatment um because it's not the rap music it's not hip-hop that should get the blame it should be the record labels um they found an opportunity to take advantage mm-hmm. of the blame Community, because when you look at some of these record label owners or these people who are controlling the output of certain type of music, that's or those people that Antoine was talking about in the beginning—those um, people who brought us over here on ships—so they found another way to enslave us mentally this time. Because mm-hmm. you know, if I can enslave mm-hmm. you mentally then I got control over your your actions. I got control over your generations. So I think that the type of music, because there's rappers now, if you go on YouTube, you listen to these rappers who say they had to get out of record labels because of bad contracts or they didn't want to put out some of my good music, they kept forcing me to push out this type of music. And those who are still around are just allowing them to use them to push out the type of music that our kids are so clinging towards And that's continuously the cycle on the ones and twos on the radio remixes every day until you like it. Right. So, um, that's one that, you know, so I think the record label should get all the blame there. And then I think, you know, our kids should take music as prescriptions, man. They should take it in doses, like take a dose of, you know, hip hop here, take a dose of some common, take a dose of some little baby, take a dose of this, because when you just, when you allow nba young boys to be your daily vitamin then you'll find yourself as a nba young boy and everything that he's rapping in his music so i just think that parents should teach their kids how to take music in itself as a prescription to take in some gospel take in so that way your body probably needs all of these things in order for it to think effectively and to be effectively
0: good stuff man great stuff
1: church 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 pass the plate church
0: yeah 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 (laughs) yeah 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 did that yeah did that and uh lord what the boy name is Najee. appreciate the academic discussion man and gentlemen i am in for part two of this you better believe it's coming soon and very soon man but uh before we get out of here man you know we got two more real a quick segments let's go ahead and on over to our seo moment for the day and it's funny that Najee talked about j cole earlier because our seo moment for the day is loosely based off of one of by far i think one of j cole's most impactful songs it's called love yours and i want you guys to remember this love yours love yours love yours go ahead and get the music queued up So by far, one of the most smoothest tracks that he ever did. And the reason I wanted to select this for our SEL moment, I'm going to get the music on back on in a second. I want you to I want to read it first. The lyric that J. Cole has in this song goes like this. It says always going to be a bigger house somewhere. But, you know, and you feel me. Long as the people in that MF love you dearly, always gonna be a wit better than the one you got. Always gonna be some clothes fresher than the ones you wa- or rock, always gonna be a girl that's better out there, that's better out there on the tours. But you ain't never gonna be happy until you love yours. So, with that in mind, I want to say this, ladies and gentlemen. Wherever you are at right now in life whatever you are going through right now in life take time to stop and appreciate what's going on if you're in a struggle right now appreciate the struggle there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours man no such thing as a life that's better than yours man because listen to me it's your life matter of fact jay speak to him real quick man Yeah, we'll edit that out. Yeah, man, listen to me. It's beauty in the struggle and everything that you were going through. Hear me out when I say this, man. You'll never really be happy till you learn to stop and appreciate what you were going through. If it's a struggle, then that struggle is meant to make you stronger. If it's happy times, then those happy times are made for you to cherish what's going on. If it's sad times, those sad times are made for you to stop and take a second to look around and reminisce and be thankful for who's with you and who you still got going on. So listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I want you guys to know that no matter what, no matter anything, guys, be thankful of who you are and what you got going on with you because life life is so important, man life is so doggone important and you guys gotta remember at all times that there's always something else out there there's always something bigger out there there's always something better out there but the portion that was given to you was given to you for a reason and the thing that comes to mind is called being a good steward and if you can be a good steward over your job if you can be a good steward over your classroom if you can be a good steward over your finances you will really see the blessings that you have sitting right in front of you man um, a phrase that I often always tell myself, I got to count my blessings and not my problems. And when you do that, you will see that your blessings outweigh everything. So, man, no matter what, love yours, man. Wherever you at, take time to just stop and appreciate it, man. That's our uh, SEO moment, fellas. How y'all feeling that one?
1: I'm loving that, baby. I like that word, steward. Stewardship is very important um you know yeah you 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 can't you, you have to be a good steward over what you've been blessed to uh, oversee and i think us as teachers man we have probably one of the biggest roles of being stewards over these children's lives and um i just want to leave off with this note i always strive to be the type of teacher that i wish i had when i was growing up
0: preach bro preach
1: so my stewardship is over the minds that I get to shape with these students and how I watch over their souls and and what goes in and what I say out of my mouth that penetrates their ears and touches their hearts.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Word. Word.
3: Man, SEL is just so important. Um, And, you know, just these segments, man, I hope it's the most important component of our show. Um, And I just want the listeners out there to know that um, you know, Jeff takes time to 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 come up with some of these SEL moments and always hit it on the head right on time.
0: Appreciate you, brother, for that. I appreciate you, man. Listen, me. it comes from the heart, fellas, because I understand this. One thing we rarely do as men is get emotional. One thing we rarely do as men is say how we're feeling. And I don't care what you're going through, man. Just take a second, take a second to dive into yourself, man. That's just, I hope y'all feeling that on that, man. Don, how you feeling, bro?
2: Man, feeling great. The SEO moment was, it was right on time. Um, just moving forward, it just makes me more aware. Uh, making sure I just promote to my students that it's okay to be them. It's okay to come from wherever it is that they come from. Um, and just to appreciate what they have. they got people in their corner. Um, just because you listen to a particular artist or idolize someone doesn't mean you have to take on um that persona doesn't mean you have to live the life that they've lived you know embrace who you are and you know uh take the support absorb that love from the people that's around you you know so feeling yeah. great man i'm feeling great right.
0: good stuff excellent show today fellas excellent show today man y'all go ahead and give us our shout outs um then we gonna jump we got a ticket out the door nah we ain't gonna worry about that right now listen to me man y'all give us our shout outs y'all shout out so we can get on about this piece
1: hey real quick man shout out to all this doggone pollen (laughs) (laughs) got everybody scratching their throats (laughs) y'all be safe out there man take your claritin uh, your allergy medicine man protect yourselves because the season
2: is definitely changing
0: yeah, true, true, bro.
2: Um, I want to give a shout out to my wife, Antoinette Louise Williams. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you to you. You know, she she always uh, she's behind the scenes, making sure I'm as successful as I can be with this podcast. You know, if it's me getting quiet time so I can get my notes and thoughts together, to even watching Junior for me, allowing me to be able to uh, record with you gentlemen. So you know. Just thank you. I love you. I appreciate everything that you do. You know, you are pivotal to my success. My success is our success. So, you know, I love you and just thank you for everything that you do for us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: love you, Tony. <laughs>
3: Shouts out to my big sister. Uh, she always uh, come through in the clutch, man. I man tell you man you got a sister you know what i mean just you know especially a big sister uh, always just got that word for me uh she's so positive all the time she's part of the reason why my personality is the way it is so shouts out to my big
0: sister nasara hey good stuff fellas good shouts out and like always we gotta shout out all our loyal listeners guys thank y'all for tapping in week after week for sending us the notes for sending us the emails for giving us the calls for pulling me aside in the hallways there is no us without you man thank you for making tales of the two men where it's been for over a year now man um gotta shout out all the good folks at crux media thank you guys for putting us on man to these gentlemen for rocking with us ladies and gentlemen what you hear and what you see is a brotherhood and when I tell you, you think these guys are funny on camera, you should see them when they are off camera and by, all away from the microphone. They are a joy to be around. And I say that. To, I said that to hopefully say this, that I hope you find your tribe, find your people, surround yourself with people who help you see the good in your life. If they ca- causing you to question things, you need to step away from them, man. But let the people be around you who will help you love yours man to my wife and my son guys thank y'all for letting daddy step over here and do too i appreciate y'all very much uh jefferson i probably should. we're gonna do nothing but watch bluey after we clean up your room because we gotta clean your room up because there's toys everywhere but anywho um it has been a pleasure man it has been nothing but a joy that is another one in the books anybody got a final word before we get out of here Yeah. No. All right, man. Let's shoot. On behalf of the boys, man. On behalf of Mr. Too Cool for School. On behalf of my America's favorite science teacher, Donnie Williams. On behalf of Antoine. On behalf of naji El Tayab. I am Mr. Wilson. This is Tales of the Two Percent, and we out. we